Blog Talk Radio. I was a hard-drinking sinner with blood on my hands. I was a hard-drinking sinner, a gun in my hands, drinking 40 pounds for dinner. Till I met a big man, and the man said, how do we do? How do we do? Supernatural news this month um, because 
We had uh, Night Visions on last night. We usually do the shows at the end of the month. Supernatural News shows at the end of the month. And uh, I wanted to talk to Wendy and Eric about what they have coming up. And uh, I haven't had them on the show for a while. So um, I figured I'm here. I got to go to the doctor's office for my shoulder. I'm doing doing laundry. I'm really doing much of anything right now. Cleaning up, kind of cleaning up the house. I'm like, well, might as well do a Supernatural News show. Um, see how far we get, you know. If I have, if I get a phone call or something, I'm about to cut it short. So if anything happens, uh, like if we get a phone call or something, then uh, then I'll, I'll just end the show. But uh, hopefully I'll be able to get some get some stories in, and um, yeah, have a good time. I mean, I do enjoy doing these shows. They're very very relaxing, and it's fun to you know learn about the paranormal happenings around the world. So. Next, let's find out what's happening. I think tonight, uh, I guess this morning, we're talking a lot about aliens. We're trying to find some ghost stories, too. Um, really, don't have everything really prepared. Like I said, it's completely last minute. I was watching TV, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a per- supernatural news show. So I'm just going to find articles as we go. And uh, hopefully, there won't be a bunch of pop-ups and stuff that makes the, uh, the uh, articles impossible to read when half the fucking screen is covered up. So hopefully that won't happen, but we'll see. Uh, the first article we have here is from – there's a pop-up already. Uh, exit out. It's from the Express Express UK um, by Tom Fish. It's actually written in 2020, so it's not exactly a current object, current article, but, you know, that's fine. UFO sighting, orange disc. Spotted over Vatican, absolutely alien origin. The latest alleged UFO sightings have electrified alien life conspiracy theorists online. Reportedly found in a photo dated October 2007, the series of, of images depicts the world famous dome of St. Peter's Basilica, but lurking to its right is a suspiciously shaped anomaly. Some have claimed is an alien spacecraft. UFO hunter Scott Waring believes the unidentified flying objects shaped closely, shaped closely a flying saucer. UFO hunter Scott Waring believes the unidentified flying objects shaped closely a flying. Something like they, they missed out a word. Maybe closely identifies or resembles a flying saucer. These people really need to uh, edit, you know, have someone else read their stuff before they put it online. He said on his UFO sightings daily blog, this report is from 2007, but just reported today at MUFON. An orange disc was caught in a photograph over Vatican City. Hmm. UFOs have been seen, seen over the Vatican before, but orange UFOs are seen usually seen in South America and Central America, so this is odd. I mean, it does look kind of weird. This object is a disc viewed from the side. The disc doesn't have the classic hump, but instead its upper center comes to a point and lower center is flat, no bulge at all. For me, I can clearly see this is a disc. It's a little in focus, so it's not that far back. It looks to be about 10 meters or 33 feet across. If it was traveling fast, it may have gotten caught by accident. 
this is this is absolutely real and absolutely alien in origin. Then, without offering any actual evidence, Mr. Waring proceeds to suggest a bizarre explanation for the alleged anomaly. He said, the Vatican's stance of alien life comes mostly from scientific analysis of chemicals, substances, book strategies of old. Vatican astronomers would never confirm any UFO as being real unless it landed in Vatican City. It's more exact method of science, but it's a very slow method. However, a more rational explanation for the anomaly is it is plain it is a plane. It's plain see? Says for the however, a more rational explanation for the anomaly is it's it is plain. It is a plane. Thank you. These are English people, British. I thought they were supposed to know how to write. Quite possibly reflecting sunlight. The UFO watcher also provides an account from the alleged original eyewitness. Which I don't see. I'm going to scroll down even farther. There is. The unnamed person is quoted, quoted as saying, never notice a flying disc. Never noticed a flying disc while shooting scores of photos from Rome's Pincio Promenade, looking downwards towards Vatican City. UFO only appeared during photo review after returning from travels. Clearly a disc from under 100 feet in diameter in upper left of picture. I look at, looking at the picture here, I'm going up here, looking at the picture definitely a disc. It could be a plane reflecting sunlight, but I, I don't know. They're always going to find excuse, you know, either either person, either the alien people or the, the people who think it's, a, it's an airplane. They're, they're always going to find an excuse for it to be what they think it is. You know, and we'll never know until an alien uh, lands and we actually see it for ourselves. There always be that, that doubt, or it could be this, or it could be that. That's what same thing with ghosts or paranormal stuff. Everyone is going to have their explanation. People who don't believe in spirits are always going to find excuse for for it to be that. You know, no matter, and unless they actually see it for themselves, they'll never believe it. It's just that's what their mindset. It's just their mindset. They don't want to. They don't want to believe it. They always find an excuse for it to be something else, and even sometimes, you know, even if an alien craft does land in front of them, or a spirit does land, does walk in front of them, they'll they'll still think try to find an excuse as to what it is, other than a ghost or an alien. So I mean, it's a fun story. Um, like I said. It's really up to your interpretation of the picture and how you feel about alien life, or if it if it exists or not. Um, let's go. Let's do some time traveling here. Um, read about an 800 year old mobile phone. There's a pop up ad. All right. This again is from the uh, Express UK. Exciting. Um, reveal truth of the 800-year-old mobile phone that sparked claims time travel is real. 
I'm never this hard. I'm going to go get a drink or something tonight. Man, I'll do this all day. Well, it's a, no, it's not even cold. Dr. Pepper next to me, but it's not cold, so I'll drink it. This image of an alleged 800-year-old mobile phone allegedly dug up by archaeologists went viral after emerging online. Stories filled the Internet with speculations the object could even be proof of time travel. But now Express UK can reveal just where the image came from and how it was used to spread the hoax story. Video clips of the alleged bizarre discovery emerged in September 2015. The conspiracy theory story accompanying the discovery claimed the object was unearthed during a dig in Austria. It is said to be a clay copy of a mobile phone with Sumerian writing style known as cuneiform on the keys. YouTube channel Paranormal Crucible reported, what is it? Is it evidence of an advanced civilization of time travel? The tablet was dated to around 13th century BCE. By that time, the Sumerian writing style, usually known as cuneiform, had already been around for a few thousand years. Editorial on this channel goes goes on to say, Cuneiform tablets aren't unusual. An estimated 2 million have been excavated. The language was a mystery until the 19th century when its code was deciphered. Cuneiform was one of the first systems of writing developed by the ancient Sumerians Sumerians of Mesopotamia around 3,500 B.C. to 3,000 B.C. When the news of the discovery broke, theorist website thetothedeathmedia.com reported, According to reports, during archaeological excavations at Fuchel am See in Salzburg, Austria, researchers unearthed a mysterious artifact from the 13th century with with cuneiform writing that strangely resembled a cell phone. This type of writing is typically found in modern-day Iran or Iraq, ancient Mesopotamia. I mean, it does look like one of those old... Phones. I mean, the, the keys look the same, you know? It does look like a phone. I'm not saying it's real, but I'm saying it does look like a phone. Anyone could do that, though. You know, if you know the, if you know the writing, you could, I'm not, you know. But it was, just, it could be faked if you, if you really wanted, you know. But well, let's read the articles, keep reading, and see what happens. What a, what a device like this with cuneiform writing is doing in Austria is something that no one is able to fully understand or explain. Regrettably, the information about this sensational discovery is limited. Website added, we cannot explain what it is, whether it is real or not, but it had caught our attention, and we would love to know more about it. I'm sure you would. So do I. Some UFO hunters even pounce on, on, on the discovery as evidence of aliens visiting ancient civilizations on Earth and bringing sophisticated technology to the primitive beings without questioning the validity of the claims. I mean, it's made out of clay, so I'm not sure how the phone would work. You know, there's no screen on it, as far as I can see, so I don't know what I'm using a rock for a phone. Probably not going to work out too well. Scott C. Waring, read about him in the the other article we just read, 
editor of UFO Sightings Daily, concluded, it is evident from the cell phone-like device that someone with an advanced knowledge of the future created it. Well, well that's it. Someone needs to know. The language is said to go back 10,000 of years. Very cool discovery. The lack of originating detail about the footage, which just shows a white gloved hand holding the clay sculpted object in close-up, in close-up concerned most commentators. He said, he said if it were genuine, it could be proof of time and sensational world news. Yeah, I mean, it's just because someone takes a picture of it does not mean it's real. You know? I'm calling bullshit. Most people could describe that as a, it was a clever hoax, but yeah. Ancient Code website reported most of you will remain skeptical about the discovery, and trust me, so do I. There are two things that just don't add up. First of all, discovering anything that resembles cuneiform writings in Austria is an extraordinary finding since great distance separated Austria and ancient Mesopotamia. So it is, it is a true mystery how the object ended, ended up in Europe. Secondly, and the most important mysterious part of the finding is in fact that the object's eerily, 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 eerily took me a while, resembles a modern-day cell phone. You can, clear, you can clearly make out the nine keys of the lower part of the artifact, which resistant in a way mimicking the keys on a cell phone. Obviously, we cannot avoid the, considering the possibility that this artifact is a hoax, and it is. Finding something like this is more than sensational points more than sensational points to the possibility that its creator could have seen a similar device in the distant past. What does this mean? Well, it means that it, it is possible that in the, in the distant past, someone saw something that resembled a communication device like a mobile phone and decided to recreate the store, the device in stone. But the lack of check, checkable information on the dig and the startling similarity to a cell phone handset had many online posters discovered convinced it was just an imaginative hoax. Like, like, that's true. I mean, these people dig up what, let me get my drink, what is uh, supposed to be a an ancient cell phone. You would think that would be, like, all over the news. If it was real, it would be all over the news. You know, do you hear about the cell phone they dug up in in Austria? That just proves that there is alien life, or proves that you know, they had the technology. And we don't even know if they say they dug it up. They actually it was really dug from the We don't know if it's meant to be obviously meant to be used for communication. It could have been some. It could have been some just kind of stone writing tablet or something. If it was real, but it's not. Sure, open my coke here. Mm. I take way too many soft drinks. Mm. I'm drinking, drinking more water. Turns out they were right. Express UK was contacted by Carl Weingartner of the Art Art Replic Studio in Germany, who revealed the phone was a piece of artwork he created, and images of it were stolen to create the hoax. Well, there you go. The story about it being found by archaeologists archaeologists was completely fabricated. He said, 
I'm the producer of this clay tablet cell phone with cuneiform letters on it. My, my photo of this artwork went around the world. More than 500 newspapers reported from the so-called alien mobile phone and used this photo from a YouTube video from Paranormal Crucible. Paranormal Crucible used my photo without my permission. Paranormal Express uh, UK contacted Paranormal, Paranormal Crucible, to, Crucible to comment. Someone from the channel calling herself Marie said the images of the phone are likely to have come from a subscriber to the YouTube channel where much of her material came from. She also denied breaching anyone's copyright and said the original story tip-off had come from a Reddit thread or another conspiracy theory website. So, this just goes to show, if you're going to put something out there as paranormal fact, you really need to um, make sure it's real. Uh, especially if it's something like a like an alien cell phone, because yeah, it's turned out turned out just to be a sculpture. Let's see what article other articles we can find. Let's go to another another website here. Um, let's go to the mirror. See what the mirror has to say. This is the one that usually has all the pop-up ads, so it's kind of a pain in the butt. Here, here's one. Creepy, because I know I'd freak out if I saw that, in the, if I saw this in the woods. All right, this is actually a, a more current article. It's from April of 2000, April 16th of 2022. Uh, Macedonio Perez, Macedonio, Macedonio Perez, was freaked out after finding the effigy deep in the woods as it is depicted a jilted bride still in their wedding dress wrapped in barbed wire. A man was left creeped creeped out after finding an effigy of a jilted bride deep in the woods as it came complete with a wedding dress and was wrapped in barbed wire. Macedonia Perez went for a walk in the woods and came across something large so so went to investigate. He thought it might be a fallen log or a large chunk of tree, but he was shocked when he realized it was human-shaped and covered in moss. Digging a little deeper, he realized it was an effigy of a bride wearing a, a wedding dress, and, and at the base were hair curlers, melted candles, and fresh flowers. I gotta find who put this thing there. That is weird. What would you have done if you found the effigy? Let us know in the comments. Taken lots of pictures. I'll tell you that right now. Macedonio from Washington, U.S. said, when I got close. I realized it was a human shape. Once I was a few feet from it, few feet from it, I saw that it was a wedding dress covered in moss. The base of it was broken open, and inside were toasters, hair curlers, melted candles, and fresh flowers, while it was surrounded in barbed wire. 
there were also blackberry bushes cutting through the chest cavity and moss covering the whole thing. It seems to have been there for a while, except for the fresh flowers. He took pictures of the bizarre discovery and shared the spooky snaps on Facebook, explaining that he had found it while at work on a site that has been abandoned for 20 to 30 years. The post racked up more than 1,100 likes and hundreds of comments from baffled viewers guessing what it could be. One person said, oh, my God, that's so weird, especially to be out there in the middle of the woods. Joseph Bride, maybe? That is truly weird and frightening, another user commented. Someone guessed, that was, looks like the, some kind of burial headstones. I wonder, if it, somebody, I wonder if someone is buried there. Leave it. Just back away. Wild toaster and curlers are very dangerous when confronted. Seriously, really cool find. Wonder what, wonder what it was for, said another user. That's what I want to know. Like, who built that or put that there in the middle of nowhere, it looks like? That is weird, 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 weird. Kind of really, but also really beautiful at the same time. Finding something like that in the middle of the woods, the history behind it, story behind it. That's what I want to know. And we'll never know. We don't, we'll never know what that, what was used for, but wow. Yeah. That's pretty creepy yet awesome at the same time. For sure. For sure. Oh, excuse me. I must burp there, but kind of kept it quiet. Go back to the homepage here. Hmm. Here's one that we've all had. Uh, we've all had to deal with. I'm just kidding. Would not want to deal with this. Um, let's see here. Nurse haunted by growling old hag, ghost that is in love with her husband. Wow. If anyone to fall in love with me, it would be a growling old hag. Just kidding. A growling old hag goes as in love with her husband. And hags, you know, hags got to get love too somehow, I guess. Growling hags. Especially, a woman said she was being stalked by a ghost who's in love with her husband, and now the family are being regularly haunted. Jenna Palferman, 36, describes herself as a sensitive eye, a person who's more aware of ghostly senses and apparitions through energy from people, places, or things. She's seen ghosts all her life, but none, of, none that have caused such a ruckus as the growling old hag who, according to a psychic, is in love with her husband, Jason, 32. The ghost dressed in Victoria, atti- Victorian attire softened when the pair had their first child, eight-year-old Cameron, and left him alone. But it woke the young boy's psychic powers, and now he sees ghosts too. Well, at least the, the hag, you know, saw that they're having a kid, and they're, she was like, you know what? I'm going to leave them alone. They have a kid now. I love this guy. 
but obviously they're together. I can't be with them, so I'm going to back off. So props to the hag for that. What makes her a hag? Is it old? Is she old? Does she have like a wrinkled nose and a work coming with hair coming out of it? That's what I think of. When I think of hags, I think of witches. You know, messed up hair. You know, no teeth. I don't know. Let's see. Let's read more. Gemma was initially haunted by the ghost, but all that changed when Cameron was born in 2013. She said, luckily, she smiled at him. But we would always hear the banging in the house, walking up the stairs and slamming doors, and she, and she would growl too. When Cameron came along, I kept seeing her near his cot, which I think may have been because he has, he has this sixth sense. Luckily, when they moved to Norfolk in 2015, they left the hostile spirit behind them, although Gemma says they soon picked up new ghosts. Maybe her motherly instincts popped in and she was just coming in to check on uh, Cameron. She said that one day Cameron complained about an old lady on the landing, and the youngster was so scared he daren't leave his room at night. After Cameron complained, he started telling Gemma about an elderly lady called Iris who was roaming the landing of a 19th century cottage at night. The house where she had died more than 100 years earlier was named after her, and thinking back, Jenna recalled Cameron pointing and staring into the air as well as muttering to an invisible person when he was, at, when he was just a baby. Gemma said he would go for walks when he was three years old, and he would say, look, there's a woman on the bench, bench, but there would be no one there. He hated walking past churchyards or graveyards, too. He would say, look at all the sad people. He was partic- particularly taken aback when he was four, and he, she caught Cameron shouting out of the window, claiming he was speaking to his great-grandmother, who had died nearly 30 years before he was born, and he had never seen a photograph of. Gemma said, a few years later, a few years ago, we could hear him shouting upstairs. So I ran up and asked him, who are you shouting at? And he said, Nanny Back. That was what I called my nanny. We called her Nanny Hurt Back because she always had a bad back. But she died when I was four from cancer, and I'd never mentioned her to Cameron. But given her family's psychic experiences over the years, it was no great surprise that Cameron had an affinity with a with supernatural. Gemma explained, my uncle is the same and could always see things as a young man. My nan was from Rome, Rome, Romani background too, Romani background too, and worked as a fortune teller while my great nan read tea leaves. But while living with spirits can be unpredictable, Gemma says people should not be scared of them and that she's thankful for her otherworldly powers. She said, don't be scared if you are sensitive like me. If you are scared, you can sometimes attract bad spirits. You should always listen to what is being said in case they have a message to pass on to you or someone else. Sometimes if I have a bad day, I can I wear her bracelet or watch, and it feels different. I know she's with me. You can just see the spirit of you can you can just see the spirit as your guardian angel looking out for you.
Hmm. Well, that was interesting. It's good that you know he's he's being able to be visited by his his great grandmother. That's that's really neat. Um. Let's see here. Oh. I think I might read one more story and uh, then call it a day here. Woman fears she will be abducted by aliens after making nine UFO sightings. Tasha Christie, 51, said she has seen nine UFOs over the course of her lifetime, and she now fears leaving, leaving the house or looking up at the sky, and she doesn't know what she will see. A woman has seen, excuse me, woman has seen so many UFOs now that now that she's too scared to leave the house, and she fears she may be abducted. That's got to be that's got to be uh, nerve wracking. But she hasn't been abducted yet, and she's seen nine UFOs. What makes her think? Why was the next one abductor? Sasha Christie saw her first unexplained phenomenon when she was just seven years old, and since then she's made made eight further sightings. She's 51, and the first sighting she saw was when she was seven years old. Well, that's kind of kind of, and she's seen eight more sightings. Still, 51 years, eight sightings in 51 years. That's Kind of a long time span. The stay-at-home mom from Liverpool Merseyside has seen flying lights, flying lights, had seen lights flying across the sky, and even had a joint encounter with some friends while on holiday in Wales, 1997. Now Sasha suffers from PTSD due to her experiences and is afraid every time she leaves the house, as she fears she may get abducted at any time. Sasha said, it's very hard to explain my encounters. It's hard for me to believe what I've seen. I've spent my whole life trying to think of other scenarios and things that could be, that it could be. But the only conclusion is that it's other life forms and UFOs. Looking at the sky, it scares me, as I don't know what I'm going to see next. Sasha's sightings have occurred over many years, but her most terrifying, terrifying experience happened when she was on holiday with her ex-partner, Steve and son Louie, in the same in the small town of Glen Sirog, Wales. She said, I saw Steve outside looking at the sky. I ran out there to see what was wrong. He was pointing at these fluorescent lights in the sky that seemed to be getting bigger the closer they walked, they moved towards us. As the clouds were so low, the shadows and shape of, UF, of the UFO made it clear, made it look like bright rippling jellyfish in the sky. It was fascinating. I keep seeing words or putting words in there that, that, are, that are not there. That's what I'm saying. This is the last article because apparently I can't read now. That's when something reached out of the hedge and touched Louis' foot. After fearing for her son's safety, Sasha ushered her friends and family back inside the house before running back with incredulous look at the lights in the sky once again. She said, 
I really couldn't believe it. I was in shock. Louis had told me that something had touched his foot, and I believed him. I wanted to look at the lights more to understand what was going on. I stood there for another minute or so when suddenly heard when I suddenly heard something running barefoot in the mud behind me. All of a sudden it bumped into me as it ran past and my chest exploded. Even before I realized it was happening, I was running back to the house in a panic, in complete hysterical blindness. I couldn't see where I was going. I just needed I knew I needed to run. After her terrifying ordeal, the mom of five had spent five years researching for answers and the clarification of what she saw. She attends yearly UFO conventions where people can share and talk about their about their experiences, which she claims have helped her to come to terms with the idea of extraterrestrial life forms. She added, my encounters can happen anywhere. I thought I saw an oblong shape shoot across the sky whilst on the bus home one evening this past February. I'm not too sure where most UFOs frequent, but it does sometimes feel like they're always somewhere near me. Again, 50 years old, and she's in sight. I mean, anyone seeing alien craft eight times is something to be, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. But, you know, I mean, why, they, why didn't they take her or abduct her when she had that encounter in Wales? I wonder, hmm. I don't know. I don't know how aliens know much about aliens. I don't want to belittle her, you know, her fear. But I wouldn't let it stop me from going outside. You know, there's it shouldn't stop you from living your life. Because if they were going to abduct you, they would have done it already, probably. Just saying. In my opinion, if, if they were going to abduct her, it would have happened by now, I think. But, you know, like I said, I don't know what, well, I don't know what aliens are thinking. Maybe they want to wait until she's 60 years old before they abduct her. You know? Maybe she just happens to be at the right place at the right time and she's able to see these things. Or they're like, I trust you, trust you. You know, we're going to let you see us. You know, mm. she'll tell the world, but no, tell the world, but nobody will believe her. Because, except you know, people who believe in UFOs, other people will always find an excuse to to uh, debunk it, debunk it. All right, I think. Uh, I think that's going to be it for today. Or some good stories. Found out some interesting stuff right about the old fake cell phone, aliens, ghosts, more aliens. Oh, here's one I got to read. Since it's current, this will be the last one. 
of course, you know the big news that Elon Musk is buying Twitter. Uh, so this is this is uh, has to do with that. Um, and you know, people have these have this I don't know fear of Elon Musk buying Twitter, like he's going to silence, you know, the left and their opinions, you know, which has already happened on their part, silencing the right, you know. So they're kind of worried about getting a taste of their own medicine, I guess. Um, but he, he's been talking about free speech. He wants free speech to come back. He wants there to be a conversation. He's want to limit people's voices on Twitter, which, is I, which I am all for, you know. I mean, freedom of speech is being able to say whatever you want, you know. And there will be consequences for what you say. People might not like you, but – out, you know, people should be able to say how they feel. Because um, once you start limiting speech, once you start like, where, where, where is it end? Like, if I something, if I say something that you don't like, and you ban it, and you say something I don't like, and I ban it, it's like, you know, where, 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 where does it go? It's a slippery slope that you know, I don't want to be a part of. I don't want to, I don't want to limit someone's I don't want to limit someone's ability to see what's on their mind just like I don't want anybody to limit what I say um, so I mean it's like we said it's a slippery slope because once like once you get on that rabbit hole it's hard to come back up but this article uh, is uh, complaining that uh, he thinks that this guy thinks that Elon Musk could block contact with aliens if they use Twitter forms. So if they're aliens using Twitter, then he's afraid that that Elon Musk will block them because we cannot let aliens have free speech because he knows what they're going to say. And he, you know, of course they're going to be they're they're going to be tweeting in English, so we'll we'll be able to understand them. And, you know, of course they have a Twitter account. I mean, who wouldn't? A UFO expert has warned that Elon Musk could interfere with aliens trying to make the first contact of the access on ominous spot from Twitter. Nick Pope, who used to work as government as a government advisor on the threat of UFOs, said, said the Tesla chief could muzzle the Martians trying to send humanity messages via indirect means. Elon he bought this social media platform for mind-boggling $35 billion. It's in pounds. I don't know how that even works. Has spoken of defeating spam bots. He said he would make efforts to block them for, from Twitter. But Nick believes these bots are just the sort of tools that aliens could use to contact us. And by getting rid of them, Elon may block, may block first contact. Nick, Nick, Britain's top space boffin, said, if Earth is being visited or monitored by aliens, they'll know the importance humans attach to the, to the Internet and social media. They already have been paying close attention to Elon Musk because he's such a key player in the space program. So now that he's bought Twitter, they'll be looking at him even more closely. They may even think he's Earth's supreme leader, after all. Twitter has such power. It even banned the former president of the United States. Again, Twitter, 
letting like Al Qaeda have Twitter, but banning Donald Trump, it shows a like a bias which we can't have. It's going to be a public forum. It cannot have like a uh, political bias because then if you're if you're a fan of of a political party, all you have to do is take dissenting voices off your platform. All people are getting is your point of view, and it's not fair. Is a tweet from is a tweet from Elon Musk. Our Twitter bid succeeds. We will defeat the spam bots. If our Twitter bid succeeds, we will defeat the spam bots or die in trying. And it's worth more than the entire GDP of many co- countries. This raises another co- another point. Our efforts to communicate with aliens consist of listening for radio signals from other civilizations. Sometimes being beaming up messages ourselves and reading, sending out some space probes. However, he claims humans should look closer to home for signs of messages from little green men. He added, perhaps we need to think outside the box. If aliens wanted to communicate, maybe they'd use the form of, communi- of communications that most people on the planet use every day, high email or maybe a tweet. There are plenty of Twitter accounts purporting to come from aliens, either from some galactic federation, federation or from people claiming to be channeling telepathic messages from extra, extraterrestrials. Most assume they're, these are the work of fan, fantasists or that they're the sort of spoof accounts that Elon Musk has said he'll crack down on. But what if one of, one of them was the real deal? How would we know? Good question. Might, might, might we miss out on first contact just because an email from the alien went into someone's spam folder? Just because we mistakenly think someone's pulling our leg on Twitter? It's like Jesus having a, a Twitter account. You know, put a picture of Jesus in the, on the Twitter account, and you know, if you see a, 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 a tweet from Jesus, you know, even with a check mark by it. You're going to think it's fake because it's like there's no way it's real. But Jesus was real, and if you believe in God, you believe in the, you know, the Christian Christian religion, you know, why why would you – I'm not saying you should believe it completely, but why would you just throw it out and, and like, well, maybe – but what if it was instead of being like, oh, it can't be. You can't really be Jesus texting or tweeting or Jesus with a Facebook page, alien with a Facebook page, if you believe it, you know? There's always that, there's always that hope, just, you know, that it's real. I mean, 99.9999% that it's not real. You know? You always got to think about that burping again. I mean, what if it was? You know? What if Jesus did tweet and nobody knew it because nobody believed it? In these days of in these days of big data, AI and deep learning, people perhaps we should be trolling the internet and social media sites for anything that might be a real message from an alien. To get our attention, 
A genuine alien message would probably include the solution to a major unsolved problem in mathematics, physics, or computer science, something advanced but verifiable. It would be a uh, sort of extraterrestrial calling card. If it's on Twitter, Elon Musk is now perfectly pleased to find it. April 21st, days before a successful buyout, Musk tweeted, if our Twitter bid succeeds, we'll defeat the spam bots or die trying and authenticate all real humans. Well, now, if you authenticate all real humans, then one isn't real human. Maybe that's one way to find the aliens. Musk SpaceX initiative put the first all-private astronaut team on the International Space Station, and they safely landed back on Earth on May, on Monday, April 25th. He's a whopping 8.6 million, 86.1 billion followers on the platform. There we go. So, oh, so we've got 10 minutes left. So I'm going to go ahead and end the show. Thank you guys for tuning in or listening. No one's tuning in because it's in the morning and I didn't really advertise this at all. But, you know, we're on Facebook, of course, and um, Apple Podcasts. We're in Google Podcasts. Uh, yeah, we're all over the place. So thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week, Tuesday night. We've got Middle, Middletown Paranormal Investigations on the show, and that's at 9 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So thanks again for tuning in or listening, downloading, whatever. Have a great rest of the week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.